In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, and welcome back to the Betches Brides Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. What's up? How how are you? How's all your wedding planning going? You know, it's good. I actually have a ton of updates and like questions I need your input on. Um, so yeah. Let's hear it. Okay. And then I'll ask about yours, of course, because I know you're uh, always way ahead of planning. Um. <laughs> not not always true. I just get anxiety. So I like to like, I have like nightmares about like showing Same. up and I don't like have a dress. Wait, you know? that is a thing. I feel like it's that, a common thing. <laughs> that really is. I've seen, we've talked about that with the Instagram audience. Like that is a very common thing, having wedding nightmares, like getting there and you're not ready and you haven't planned. It makes sense because you get like anxious. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. I've had it multiple times over the past, since 2019. So it's officially haunting me. Tell, tell me about your questions. Let's hear it. Okay. So first of all, did you see my TikTok I posted on the Instagram account? It's fine if not. I did get the the audience's <laughs> input on my wedding. I was like having a breakdown that day over the tablescape details. So I was like, who better to turn to than the Betches Bride's audience to tell me what the fuck to do? Um, basically, the tablescape details, that's a whole thing. I'm trying to like finalize that. They actually talked me out of getting these like random oyster shells that I was going to put on the table. Um, okay. Because they were like, that feels random. It doesn't. They, who's they? The audience. The Betches Brides audience. Oh, the audience. Okay. I yes. thought you meant like your planner or something. Okay. Oh, no. The audience talked you out of it. Okay. I like that. It's kind of cool to be able to like crowdsource. Exactly. Um, opinions on this kind of stuff. Now, oh. the, when the audience sees your wedding, they're going to be like, oh, I like help. We did that. Yeah. I mean, truly, because uh, again, like I have a month of planner. She's not a full service as of right now. And she's very helpful. Like she is doing more than just helping month of and whatnot. But like it's it's still a lot of it's up to me to do. So I'm definitely going to be going to the audience more because honestly, they tell it how it is. They were like, girl, a lot. Some of them were like, do whatever you want. Pick the damn oyster shells if you want. But a lot of were, were like, Nicole, your theme is not nautical. So like, why are you having oysters on the tables? And it, it actually like made sense. Um, so that's not a question I have for you. That's just an update. But a question I do have for you. Have you started looking at invitations? Um, yeah, I actually, I have, um, this is not sponsored, but I did order some like Zola, um, like samples of a few different kinds. Okay. But, um, so I haven't like got anything, but I've kind of like ordered some, cause you can, you can get like free, they send samples. you like the different like samples, which include like kind of like the different materials for them and also just the different like backgrounds oh, that's of the invitations. Why? And you're um, kind of like, you? does I've started looking. 
Are you designing your own like on Zola as of right now? Um, I am not because I have no design <laughs> capabilities. And to me, I, I like, mean, wow. here's the th- some people are all about the invitation. I get it. They're like, oh, it like sets the like tone for your wedding. It's sort of like the first glimpse into it. To me, I'm kind of like I throw out everyone else's invitation. Yeah. I like want the invitation to look cute, but I'm not like it's one of the things that I care. I would say the least about same. I like want it to be more than like even like that beautiful. I just want it to be like organized in a really like efficient way. So people are very clear on like yeah. how many people they can bring and like where all the information is and like smart, especially like having this destination wedding with so many events. I just wanted everything to be like as clear as possible because I feel like there's a lot of info that people need to get. Yeah. So I'm much more focused on like, how am I going to set, how am I going to organize the wording and like the extra cards and like the RSVPs, like that's more concerning to me than the design. But I think that's just because me personally, I'm not super into design and it's like I'll pick like a beachy theme and I'll be like fine yeah yeah exactly that's well so that's what are you doing I've started looking I my sister's friend we had a whole like um a whole meeting about it she's a designer and she's like getting back it she used to do weddings for a while I think like took a break now she's getting back into like designing paper products and stuff I didn't realize how like I haven't even totaled up the cost of how much all the paper products are going to like cost for just like printing alone. Like the, I mean this, I, I got to do a menu. I have to do a ceremony program, invitations, all this stuff. I was even talking to Brittany, our designer at Betches. She was like, I did my own for my wedding and even just the printing like cost her thousands of dollars. And that's what I'm struggling really? with. Or like over a thousand. Do her own. Yeah, she like designed her, her own. Design. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. she didn't pay like a you know a designer service or anything like that. But even just printing, she was saying like costs so much. So she didn't do it through any of those companies that do it. I don't think so. Like she didn't do it through Minted or Zola or like any of those other. She just did it. I don't printed think it on her so. own. I could see her just doing it on her own because she knows Photoshop and all that right. stuff. But yeah. It's just like, I agree with you. It's like, I don't care about paper products as much as people do. I get that. I've heard a lot of vendors and people say like, oh, it has to tie into the overall look of the wedding. And it does. It's the first thing the guests see because you're sending it to them. So it does set the stage for your whole wedding. But I'm like, oh, I wish I, it just, they're expensive. The print, even the printing, like even if you do work with somebody who's like giving you a deal or you do design it yourself on one of these programs or whatever, you're still going to have to pay money. That's what I'm grappling with, which is like fine. I, whatever. But also my question for you, for the RSVPs, are you going to be doing electronic or mail in RSVP stuff? That's a good question. I didn't even know people like did electronic RSVPs until someone had recently told me about that. Like someone um, mentioned it because they were like going to a destination wedding in France. And like, I guess because all the mail is like international just made the whole thing a lot easier. And to me, mm-hmm. that seemed like awesome. I think it's great, especially because my venue might make you pick like what you're eating. Right. I, right. I feel like usually the venues these days don't make you pick until you get there. But I think I saw in like something in my contract that like you have to pick before like like when you give the number of people yep 
Um, in which case that just seems like it seems like such an easier way to do it. If I can figure out how to do it, like tech, like tech wise, I would definitely do that. I know a lot of people do like RSVPs on their wedding website. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very into that idea. I have. And then you also save money from like all the stamps that stuff because that you would whole... have to put there. Yep, right. And the envelopes you... and the cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the thing. I, I, so my cousin, I have it right here. Actually, she did both. She did the RSVP thing. Oh, she didn't put a stamp on it to return. Okay. Interesting. Um, But she did the physical and the electronic. And this has been a theme that I've been like discussing on the Instagram with the audience lately. A lot of people are like, you know what? Why do the physical thing? Just you save trees, you save money. You just, um, like you said, it's kind of easier to just like input on a website, like your meal choice. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I'm thinking about just doing electronic RSVPs. I like that idea a lot. It's so much more efficient. My only thing that I've heard that can be annoying about that is like, if you have maybe like a lot of older people coming who aren't like super tech savvy, who might not really know what to do. It's like, I wonder if you could include like a few RS, like a few, like for let's say you have a select few people that you're like, it's going to be too tough for them to figure out how to like yes. go online, enter their choice. Maybe just ordering like whatever the minimum. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I've seen like the minimum they let you order of anything is like fifty, yeah, which true. is annoying. But if they if they could let you do that, or you could even like make your own if it's like if it's like five couples or something right, or right. like five people, I could see like you, there could be like something kind of cool and creative with that. My own, that's the only reason I've heard that like people might not want to do that is because it um, makes it tougher for those people. But I'm, yep. I mean, majority of my guests are like definitely able to go online and do it. Um, I wonder if it also makes it like people are less likely to do it if they have to go online just because they I feel like there is there is something about if you do see a card right. like it's a reminder to RSVP. You feel like you need but, to too because they sent the, yeah they went through the effort to like make it and send it so right but with paperless posts I mean I was telling you I did all my invitation my save the dates through there like I have mm-hmm. everyone's email address like I could easily follow up via email asking people to RSVP. So, yeah, I'm definitely thinking about that too. Um, does their wedding website have like a have a tab for that? Yeah, there's there's a RSVP. Like a lot of, I think like every wedding website at this point has to have an RSVP option, um, just in case the couple does want to use electronic. And yeah, I mean, I did that. I RSVP my cousin. I was like late on on sending back the actual card. I still haven't. And which like karma's gonna bite me in the ass because I'm one of those annoying guests who didn't RSVP on time for her. Hence, she's probably like stressed out. But um, I did the online. I quickly was like, oh shit, let me just do it online, and it was so easy. I was like, this is great. I picked my meal and everything. So. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Also for me, um, again, it was having the destination wedding. There's three, I feel like it could get confusing on the card anyway, like having to word that in, in that sort of way. Cause I have to figure out like how many people are coming, not just to the wedding, but to the rehearsals dinner and the welcome party. So there's three Mm -hmm. events that I have to keep track of. I think it would be so much easier to have it all organized like online. I'm very into the idea. I haven't pulled the trigger yet, but, um, I'm definitely looking into it. I mean, we just talked about this before, how I kind of think like the whole invitation should really be online. Like there's no reason to really have yeah. paper invitations, but I might just like kind of cave and do a 
a regular yeah. one anyway because like yeah I don't know I don't even know why. <laughs> Literally just, it's one of those that we do and we don't know why we do it. Uh, you just reminded me that uh, rehearsal dinner invitations are in fact a thing. See, this is the little stuff that you forget. This is why the stressful parts of wedding planning, it gets really stressful like four months away from your wedding because it's all these things that pop up. Tiny <sighs> little details. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Okay. Well, that's a whole nother story. My last big update was... um. Do you know what you're doing for ceremony music yet? Yes, I actually that one I do know because when I hired do. my DJ, well, I hired my DJ um, and the company, the entertainment company that's doing the DJ stuff, like also just has a bunch of other little like um, things that they offer. So I did get like a guitarist because I'm not having any live music. I'm not having a band. So I got like a like a guitarist duo um to do like string guitar for ceremony and cocktail hour cocktail hour i actually think is going to be like just like a spotify playlist okay interesting well the d yeah the dj like they said they set up like the sound, sound system, system so they're gonna like control all that but the dj is for the reception and then the guitarist for the for the um ceremony and then um just yeah, regular standard like playlist. For okay. Them. That just reminded me, we'll do this on the Instagram, you guys. I'll um I'll set up a cocktail hour playlist question thing where you guys submit cocktail hour songs and then we'll make our own Spotify playlist that you can use at your wedding. Oh my God, I love that. I yeah. will use it at my wedding. Yeah. So I I need <laughs> we need to group, we need to ask everyone their their songs. I didn't even realize when I asked my planner, I remember when I was when I was booking like the whole music for the whole thing i was like um do we even need music at the cocktail hour like i like didn't i'm like i don't even remember if there was any music, music. at any other weddings i went to she's like no you need music sorry yeah <laughs> so um it's the little things yeah. yeah wow yeah so i'm currently like trying to decide what to do that my my band like talent agency kind of similar they're like we can do you know a keyboard a sax a guitarist strings uh and then like also a sound system so yeah i'm trying to think if i should just like do like a strings for the ceremony and then like maybe the sound system for the actual cocktail hour like you're doing i'll probably just copy that but anyways go those- for it no i feel like the i feel like the best way to do it is to like kind of like you reserve the general music obviously the main reception music and right. then can i see how much money you have left over in your budget towards None. the end <laughs> and <laughs> well then that helps determine if you should just have a playlist because sometimes it's like an extra like a few hundred dollars to the thing and you're like is it worth it i don't know like, right, if you're right already over i could see just like picking right the cheaper option. at this point i'm like dude just give me the cheapest option as long as it's like a sound like at this point i'm ready to tell like give my nephew pots and pans and let him like play music during the ceremony uh, iphone in a solo cup that's yeah. the, that's the uh, most cost yes. effective way <laughs> yes because <laughs> i but yeah there's so band. many little things that you don't think about um yeah that have to come together hair and so makeup well. trial it's stressful I mean, it's all those things. It's really, it's getting into crunch time on top of like the stuff outside of actual wedding planning. Like it's like, I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to look on fleek. If the kids are still saying that, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they are, but <laughs> and I'm way, I'm like way older than you and I know they're not, but it's okay. But yes, it's, it's like, cool when you say it. 
<laughs> on fleek. It's cool when you say it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like all that. That's like outside. I'm just trying to like, you know, like feel my best, look my best, do all those things. So it's really, totally. it's crunch time. It's a lot of pressure, but don't worry. You're going to look, I mean, you already look amazing. You don't really, I, I can understand if you, you were someone who needed a lot of help, but I feel like you already look great. Um, anything will just be like a cherry on top. Anything else that you do. So I'm not, I'm not worried about you. Girl. Thanks. Um, <laughs> um, and I have a, I am actually planning a site visit to my venue next month, which is exciting. Like, cause Ugh. Mike and I are vaccinated. So we planned, we're going to go, we weren't sure we were going to be able to go like down to the venue before with COVID and everything. But since we're both vaccinated, we feel comfortable going. So next month we are going to Mexico to like, I mean, we've been to our venue, but like, it was like three years ago. So we Yay. weren't thinking about these details. So I'm excited. That's going to be a productive that that like you're, that's going to be a really productive visit, I feel like, just because it's so different, like seeing everything and talking to the people in person and then, you know, planning from afar. Totally. And that's I mean, that's the the hope is that I have a lot more clarity, like I can visualize mm-hmm. things a lot better. Um, and so I will let you guys know how that goes. Um, do like a tasting and all that. Um and should yeah should we get into this week's episode let's do it but before we do i do have to tell you guys the new merch literally i want to tell you guys like first about the stuff we drop because your podcast listeners and our other audience members like from the instagram and stuff attack when we have new merch they just go and buy it all right away so guys make sure you're going to betches.co slash brides merch we have these new bride and groom crew necks we have drink pouches shot glasses for the whole bridal party a notebook all this new stuff and we're dropping even more exciting stuff every day especially for the summertime so go get that before it sells out and then also subscribe to our newsletter at betches.co slash brides newsletter Go, go do it, run. We will, it's all the stuff we talk about here and more. Um, and Nicole, you rock the the merch better than anyone I know. Um, and so you guys, if you look half as good as Nicole, Nicole does in those sweatshirts, um, you will be a very happy bride. I thank you. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value. 
at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about a lot of things, but really just, you know, sometimes there's that significant other that doesn't help with planning the wedding a ton, but randomly they decide to have a strong opinion about one thing in the wedding. And we got a couple questions about that, like different, but, you know. I have heard that that is a thing. Spontaneous, caring, uh, spontaneously deciding to care about shit is uh, very irritating. I totally see that. Yes. So should I read the first one? Yes, please. Okay. Hi, Jordana Nicole. First off, love the podcast. It is truly one of the only things keeping me sane during wedding planning. I'm emailing a question that my fiance and I cannot agree about. Should we bring our dog to our wedding? I think the trouble of traveling with our dog plus being stressed about how he's doing the whole time isn't worth it. At the same time, my fiance says our dog is part of our family. I can't disagree with that. And that, of course, he should be there. He says he can't imagine our wedding without our dog. I think having our dog there would be more stressful for him and for us, and that he won't know the difference. This is causing our biggest wedding fight so far, and I don't know what to do. He doesn't have opinions on a lot of our wedding plans so far, and this feels like the most important thing for him. I don't know what to do. Thanks. What do you think? Oh, and she attaches a, a photo of their dog for cuteness. Who's very cute. Very cute yes. dog. Cute small dog. Would be cute in wedding photos. Oh, so this is just so funny because this is such a guy thing to like, like men don't like think about the logistics of things. It's such a guy thing to be like, what? The dog needs to be in the wedding. Like and stress right. out the bride who's like actually going to have to make it happen. Um, totally. Um I think this is a great opportunity for her to delegate. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause this is something, right. So it's like, I think it's totally fine. If you feel strongly, you can respect that, but you can say to him, like, I totally respect that you want the dog there. Um, I understand it. But like for me personally, it's going to stress me out having to figure out like um, if the dog is doing okay, where, you know, where he's going making sure he's not like, going too crazy and then having to watch him after the wedding but if you can figure out a way to deal with it so that it's not an issue for me the day of our wedding if i'm not going to be the one who has to like take care of the dog or or worry about where he is or how he's doing or if he's being taken care of and i can feel i feel and you feel confident that i will be able to freely enjoy my day without having to worry about this we can totally bring the dog but i don't want to be responsible for the handling and care of him so if you want to bring him that's totally fine i just ask that you you take care of that right right (laughs) i fully agree that's a lot to have to like like dogs are a lot of work and watching you have to watch them you have to they're peeing and pooping you don't want that on your wedding day you do not want to have to be responsible for that i agree with you if he's if he's really like if he's like this is so important to me as your future husband i need this there like you want to make him happy you want and if especially if this is the one thing he's asking for so like why not but then i agree with you it's like that that needs to be somebody else's job and that and you and i would also say when you're 
going to him and saying that, like you said, I would be like, but I also don't want it to have to be your job because as the groom, like you should be enjoying your wedding and, and with me, the bride and not, um, worrying about Cashew, the dog. Um, right. So yeah, I mean, I would say that's somebody, I don't know who, like you, I, that's a lot but of work. I'm saying for- like, I would, I would say like, I don't know who, and I'm not gonna, I have a lot of other things that I'm planning for the wedding. So I don't really have the right. time or energy to stress about this. So if you want to figure it out, I'm totally on board with that. I will go with however you figure it out. I just want you to know just for expectations, like I will not be dealing with this. Right. right. So if you want to, if you want, if it's really important to you, I'm cool with that. I would love, I want you to feel like excited and happy, obviously, but at the same time, I'm not willing to sacrifice having to stress about this. Right. So, and if it is that important to him, he will happily like find somebody or even like pay a, a dog, yeah. What I'm sure sh- I'm sure there's dog That's what Aileen did. people out there. Really? I mean it, well Aileen had her had Sansa her dog walk uh walk down the aisle and then she had someone um take him back like after. Yeah. It was said, a- I mean like I don't she said she said travel with the dog. Um so I'm not sure if it's like they have to get on a plane or that would be like a whole other thing. Because that, I think, is a whole other thing to figure out. If yeah. it's like your wedding is, is like 45 minutes from your home, I think that might be easier. But um, I also think, like, if you're traveling, it's going to be a lot. But, yeah. if, but there's ways to do it. I've seen it done. Yeah. Wait, interesting. Did Aileen, do we know if she hired somebody or if they appointed a family? She hired person? someone. Okay, that's no, what I would do. Someone. That's yeah. what I would do too, because you can't be like, "Dad, your job's to watch the dog." <laughs> like, right? It's not really fair to like ask people to to do that, right? I think. No, I agree. There has to be like dog handlers out there for these kind of things. Totally, and I mean, again, I think it's different for destination. But if she, again, I wouldn't. If she would rather leave the dog at home than have to deal with this, then the person who wants the dog there more, right? should be the one responsible for figuring out the logistics of it. I don't think it's fair to say, I really want this to happen and you have to execute it. Right. I think that that mindset formula applies to like anything with the wedding. If, if like, if you're getting into a tiff about it with the couple, if somebody like cares a lot about something like that, it's up to them to like make it happen. It shouldn't be up to the person who doesn't care. To our next question, I'll go ahead and read it? take this one. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Hi, Nicole and Jordana. Absolutely love the podcast. Thank you for providing all the wedding tips and tricks, especially during this crazy time. Love it. Love y'all. We love you too. Lots of love. <laughs> okay, ladies, I am reaching out with a major pickle. My fiance and I are getting married in May in Chicago. With COVID and massive families, we have opted for a super intimate destination wedding in Chicago, max of 40 guests. I'm super jealous of you guys. Because we are doing such an intimate ceremony, I threw out the idea of having a close family member slash friend officiating. 
I specifically recommended my fiance's older brother or one of our close friends from college who has known us as a couple since we started dating. My fiance, however, is pushing for his father to officiate. I personally am not very close to his dad. He is very dry, not super lovey, and I don't know I'd feel super comfortable with him officiating. Not to mention, my parents are funding the wedding, and I feel there will be some negative feelings from my dad and my stepdad with my fiance's dad holding such a prominent role in the ceremony, even though neither of them have necessarily wants to officiate. At this point, I'd rather hire an officiant to avoid any hard feelings, but I know this is important to my fiance slash would mean a lot to him. Any advice? Thank you and sending lots of love as y'all finalize your wedding plans. Um, what do you think? Um, this is a tough one because she, she's, I do agree with her. Like she's, you know, like we've talked about in past episodes, officiant, the, the role of the officiant cannot just go to just anybody. Like it really does take somebody with a specific personality who, yes, a set of skills that would be that they'd be good for this. Um, I, and I agree with her. I mean, she's just saying like, you know, I'm not that close to the dad and he, and I don't think he'd be that great at that as this role essentially. And I agree, like that is a prominent role. And the fact that her dad and stepdad wouldn't be doing that, that is a really good reason to not have him. And especially if her dad and stepdad are also paying that, that factors in. Um, I would, I would, I would just tell him how you feel and kind of, I would play that reason up and use that as a reason and just be like, look, it's, we, we have two dads and my stepdad, like it's not three dads. Yeah. (laughs) Three dads. It, it, I would make that like unfairness aspect and not wanting to hurt their feelings kind of like the main reason. Like I wouldn't go after the dad's character as much to the, to his son, um, but that is a valid reason, like not wanting to hurt their feelings. And I, and you could always make him a reader if they have readings in their ceremony. Um, right. You can give him other roles. I, I agree. I would, I would take a slightly different, um, approach in that I would, I would ask him like, why just, I, I, I agree. I would start with that. I would, I would say like, I feel like for our wedding, I would, it's really important me to have someone who know who I feel like is kind of equally close to both of us officiate our wedding, which she said in there, which is, I think is a totally valid point. You want it to feel like, I mean, it's for both of you. So you want it to feel like the person like knows the two of you really well as a couple and is sort of equally close to you. So I'd push that. And then if he pushes back on that, I would say like, I would get, cause again, this is this disagreement seems like it's not really about, the issue at hand and i feel like there may be something maybe a little deeper or something he might not be telling you about it so i would say like why i would just ask him and say what why is it so important to you that your dad be the one to officiate this like what does that mean to you that he would be doing that why like why not the brother like, why do you I feel suggested? like yeah like why why do you feel like your dad is like the best person for this role and i bet you that will reveal some way of his thinking about this that you didn't even consider or think about and it'll kind of like force him to really think about like is he just saying it to say it or is there another reason behind it is it is it is it, is it a sign that his parents maybe feel like 
they're not as involved or they're being mm-hmm. left out and he feels bad or they're pressuring him about that. I think there's like probably a lot more going on if he seems like randomly insistent that his father officiate. Like maybe it's it's about something else for him. Um, and then I think once you guys come up with the reasons why you want the people that you want to officiate to officiate, I think it'll be a lot easier to decide and to come to an agreement about like the best person that would make you both feel the most comfortable. Totally. Totally. It's always, we're changing the name of this podcast, get to the why, because to like get it. to the why, because that's truly always like that will help open up so much more of the conversation and help you like decide and come to a compromise if you know why versus just like him being like, well, I really want my dad and her being like, well, I don't want your dad. Like, it's like, let's talk right. about why. And then maybe one of us compromises a little totally. more. So. Because it's it's I feel like it's rarely ever about like that thing that you're disagreeing about. It's always something mm-hmm. like bigger that it's saying about like the way you guys think or the way like that what you're valuing. And I think that's really the important thing to kind of get behind. Right, right. Or aren't you having two officiants? Yes, I'm having my brothers. Um, either two or three of them. I haven't decided. <laughs> See, but, um, that's an option. Why don't they? Well, all the dads. Yeah. Although that does require people like my brothers are twins. So in like the other case, it would be more about like the the two people um, kind of have to like work. I feel like you'd have to like work together. It's almost like putting on a skit. Yeah. Um, So if they're not close, I feel like, yeah, if they're not close, I feel like it could backfire. But I guess it depends how well they could work together if they're like the kind of people who would be into getting into it. Yeah. Maybe a fun little activity for them to do. All right, let's do one more. You ready? Yes. Hi, ladies. First of all, love the podcast. It has been so helpful during this crazy time. I made my fiance listen to the pre-Cana episode and we'll be going through it soon. And it was so helpful. As you know, the pandemic led a lot of couples, led to a lot of couples having a mini money and planning a bigger celebration for a later time. My friend was supposed to get married in April of 2020, but ended up with a small family and close friends only wedding in November. My fiance and I attended and got them a wedding gift at that time, which was fairly significant contribution to the honeymoon. They're now planning a big wedding and reception for their first anniversary in November this year. My question is, should we get them a second gift? They set up separate wedding website for this event and includes a registry i'm leaning towards yes and maybe just getting them something less expensive this time since we attended the first wedding they will be paying for our dinner and drinks for a second time so it seems reasonable i tried to look up what the etiquette is but with these situations being so new to everyone i've seen a lot of mixed opinions i would love to hear your thoughts so that's why i picked this question because this is a theme i'm i we've gotten a ton of dms about this now that people are having essentially like two weddings people are asking do i need to give two gifts um i'd actually be interested to i should look up some of the etiquette around this and like what you know publications are saying and stuff but can we get um someone from the emily post family on here to yes discuss? yes right we'll have to look into that yeah for sure but um i mean i personally without knowing what the etiquette around this is yet because again like she said it's a very modern problem very 2020-esque 2021 problem um i would say her rationale all makes sense. She's like, if they're paying for a dinner and drinks the second time, 
I would say that if you don't have, if you cannot afford another gift or if you really don't feel like you want to, it's okay if not, because that couple will remember that you got them a good significant gift from for the first time that they got married for the first celebration. I'd say it's fine, but I will, I would say like, if it's going to make you feel like less awkward and just like better, I would get them something super small, maybe off the registry if there's any smaller ticket items on there. Um, that way it's I like a totally, little something. I totally agree with you. I think it's nice, especially even just for your own mind of like, do I have to wonder if they're going to be like offended? I think it's great to just get them at least something that's like a little bit of a gesture, even if it's not huge, just mm-hmm. to say like, I'm acknowledging that this is again, like you're doing another event that's tough. And like, I want to like, show you that I care and support you and like even again even if it's like a symbolic gift or a gift that's like not huge you already got them a larger gift I think they'll probably be expecting that um Mm -hmm. the only way I would say to give a normal gift would be like okay like I think if the first let's say she didn't attend the first wedding Mm -hmm. um and she like watched virtually and she wasn't really invited and she gave that big of a gift anyway I would say that would be sufficient because she hasn't actually gone to any events and um, she's like, they haven't actually like she already gave the wedding gift. Now she's attending the wedding because she wasn't really invited to the first one, but because she was invited to both events, I feel like it's nice to give two gifts. Mm -hmm. And if you attend. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've, I've been invited. I was invited to a virtual wedding that I wasn't actually invited to. And I gave a gift, but if that person, then I gave like a normal gift that I would have given maybe a little bit less than I would have given to like attend a real wedding. Mm-hmm. But if I were, in, if that person decided to have a larger um, event that I was invited to, I probably would not give anything again because I would have considered like I already gave them a wedding gift and I wasn't actually. And you an weren't this physically person, there. Yeah. But this person was close enough to attend both. So I think it'd be nice to give like, like exactly like you said, a secondary mm-hmm. gift that's at least a gesture. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, if she was close enough to be invited and attend the mini-moni, then that means she's probably close to this couple. So, like, maybe I, I that would make me, if I were in her shoes, feel a little more compelled to, like, give something. And I've seen people give, like, as a smaller gift, you can do, like, a nice little cheese board with, like, their initials engraved or something like that, just, like, more sentimental than expensive. Yeah. And the reason, and I think, like, I don't think she's the, when she says here, my question is, should we get them a second gift? They set up a separate wedding website for this event and it includes a registry. I don't think that's the couple as a bride. I don't think that's the couple saying like, here's our registry. Make sure you get us gifts. You owe, I I feel like they're probably just having a registry just in case people do want to get them gifts. They are giving them some direction with a registry. I don't think she's expecting definitely. Totally. Plus, a lot of people, maybe she invited to the larger wedding. She didn't invite to the first wedding. Right. So those people, that will actually be their first wedding event for this couple. So right. that, the registry could be more for those people than directed specifically at you. Right, right. It's so interesting to see because so many couples are doing this, the whole, um, you know, they did a mini money or a very small ceremony or just like eloped and then they're planning this bigger thing. And I, it's so interesting to see, like, I get a lot of questions on Instagram that are like, are, are people going to still be excited for my second wedding? Like, cause I just feel like the, it, this is such a new thing. Nobody ever has like two wedding mm-hmm. 
celebrations. So people are going to be excited to go to any event. I think. Right. And right. Like, don't, no one's going to be like, I've had enough events for the decade because they missed a whole year. Like they're going to be, I think, pumped to be able to go in person and see you and feel that energy mm-hmm. and feel the love. So true. So true. I could though see it. I could see why people are having doubts about them because they're like, you already celebrated and are married. I could see that. But at the same time, like, like you said, I agree with you. you it's know, people I mean, are. Yeah. If I wasn't, especially if I wasn't invited to that, I don't think I would even think about it. Yeah, exactly. Our last segment we'll do unpopular opinions because you guys love them and stay tuned because we have something exciting related to unpopular opinions coming up. I don't know if I'm like allowed to tell you guys yet, but stay tuned. Okay. So the first one is planning a wedding is fun. Y'all are doing it wrong. Okay. Um, I think I agree with that circumstantially. Like if you have a hefty budget and people, all your family members get along and all your bridesmaids get along and everything like that, like, yeah, planning a wedding is fun. And sometimes all those things work out. But I think, I think it's a much more stressful situation to plan a wedding on like a super tight budget. Or if you have like family members that are difficult to deal with that are being annoying, it's obviously a lot more difficult. So yeah. This person sounds like she's got she's very lucky and she's got a great um right setup. So some yeah, I I mean agree under the right circumstances. I don't think it's like a universal question. I agree. It's definitely circumstantial. Weddings planning a wedding can be fun or it can be sort of a nightmare for a lot of people. Um I think it is fun, but it's also stressful if that's possible to be that combination so yeah and then I also think I also think like some of the time like it it feels not fun goes back to like how expensive things are and how like like you said like the dynamics of family like the the times when it's not fun is it like is when you're like worrying about other people's feelings and how they're gonna mm-hmm. but when you are like focusing on you your significant other your love that you're you know doing and like the fun details of it like making it feel like a perfect wedding for you guys then I think it's fun so totally agree I think it can be both so I agree and I disagree (laughs) well so does the audience because this was a 50 50 split agree and disagree which was interesting to see there you go Mm -hmm. okay next one backyard weddings are just as fun and pretty as other weddings I fully agree if I had a backyard to do my wedding in I'd probably be doing it there if I could fit I kind of yeah I agree if I had a if I had a big enough backyard, I would do that as well. And I think also like some people might argue that um, backyard weddings can be more fun than regular oh, yeah. weddings, more intimate. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like everything is as I don't I never think of like the thing that makes the wedding fun or not that fun is like the venue that it's at. I'm always kind of like it's the people and the energy and the vibe. Right. So. I think arguably it could be more fun. It could be less fun if that, that stuff is affected, but um, right. disagree or, or agree that they're just as fun and pretty. Yeah. 
I think they can be really pretty too. Any outside wedding is pretty. Um, last one. Actually, this is, I need your opinion and to see if you're doing this. Cause again, I copy you on all your wedding decisions. Um, photo booths are lame. <sighs> um, disagree. I'm I'm not, I probably won't have one because again, destination and like, it'll be by the ocean. I feel like there's going to be enough, like nice places for people to take pictures. I might, I mean, like, again, I'm going to look at my budget, see what I have at the end. I think they are really fun. It gives people a nice chance, like have a souvenir from the wedding that I think they would like a lot more than any like favors you give them. People prefer stuff that's about them. Right. Um, I think they're very fun. And if I had unlimited budget, I would definitely get one and I might get one anyway. What do you think? That's kind of exactly how I'm feeling. My sister is like, you need one. What are you kidding me? You can't not have a photo booth. And I'm like, okay, since when are you like a photo booth ambassador? But I don't, I, I, I'm going to wait till like the end to see I'm agreeing. Like I'm going to wait till the end to see if I have an extra 700, whatever, how much they are. Um, to just put towards that. I think they're fun. I think, like you said, it's like a nice favor. And I feel like if you do do a photo booth, you don't need, you definitely don't need to do favors, Mm -hmm. um, which that's a hot topic too. But yeah, I don't think they're lame. I think they're fun. I like the classier ones though. Like with, like, I don't think you need black and white ones. Those. Yeah. Like the Justin and Haley Bieber one. That's a dream. Um, I don't think you need like a ton of props. Have you? S- I don't like the props. I yeah. agree. Okay, I good. Think, <laughs> well. I think they're a little cheesy. I just think like a cool backdrop is like a fun yeah, thing. <laughs> and like, I don't like props. I agree with you. <laughs> I'll never forget literally <laughs> at a wedding that um, it was actually we were at a wedding the week before Mike proposed to me. Um. And it was like with a bunch of his, you know, frat bros from college and stuff, a bunch of our college friends. And all of a sudden, like the speeches begin and Mike and his friends are over at the photo booth and there were like a bunch of props and the speeches begin. And Mike, I look over and I'm like, you know, I'm like, obviously put the props down and like come sit and watch the speeches. And Mike, I look over and he, he just has like a horse head on his head, like a horse head mask on. And he, and he's just sitting there watching this. And I was like so mad. I was like, Mike, what the? F-? I was like, get your ass over here. Take the horse head off and get out over here and sit down. He was like drunk with a horse, like a, ma- a horse mask on. And I was like, stop like watching the speech in a horse mask. You look like an idiot. And scarred you for life. Like no, I, no props. I remember like getting pissed at him for it. I forget. And then like uh, somebody at the photo booth spilled red wine all down my dress that that night. That was fun. oh my god. That yeah, it was awful. Awful. I had to like now take you have a bath. Photo booth PTSD. Yes, exactly. So um, yeah. All in all, I disagree. They're not lame, but do them right. Same. But maybe no props. Yes, is what we're, is the advice we're giving. Yeah. Anyway, we did it again. We solved weddings. Look at us, Nicole. Yay. <laughs> so guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, um, if you have a question for us, email brides at betches.com. If you like the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Rate it on iTunes. We would love um, to hear your feedback. Email us again, brides at betches.com. Follow us at Betches Brides. Follow me at Jordana Abraham. Follow Nicole. 
Nicole Pellegrino. The O at the end is a zero. There you go. Um, and we will see you next week. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.